Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Play Hard and Love Big Radio. My name is Nick Clark, and I am your host. Today we have a special guest, Jim Sweeney. Jim Sweeney is a longtime friend of mine. He also is a teacher and leader at our yoga studio, Spotted Dog Yoga and Sup. Play Hard and Love Big Radio is the official podcast for Spotted Dog Yoga in Folsom, California, and available everywhere. So check us out at spotteddogyoga.com. Also check out our Awaken Yoga training. It starts July 13th, 2023. It's a great way to fine-tune your yoga practice, your meditation, and your self-inquiry so that you can go and live your fullest potential. Check it out at spotteddogyoga.com. Enjoy the show. What's up, Jim? Nick, good to see you. So good to have you here, man. Play hard and love big radio. Yeah, happy Saturday. There may be some people out there that just would light up like crazy if they saw our faces together. Yeah, because it doesn't happen very often. It used to happen on uh, Saturday and Sunday, the afternoon club. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nick and Quite Jim. a while ago. Nick and Jen, Nick and Jen, Jen in, in the afternoon. afternoon. <laughs> what days of the week that, was that? Gosh, I don't remember. It had to be, uh, I know it was Saturday for sure. Yeah, never knew what to expect when we were there. Do you think Katie had something to do with that split up? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you guys aren't allowed to be in the studio together responsible for things. <laughs> <laughs> One thing for sure is that we definitely had a lot of good times. Lightness for me actually like just kind of chills me out before either taking class or teaching a class. Right. And I like, I'm just ready in the moment. And sometimes it's the hardest class that I've ever done. Because I don't have an expectation because I'm, I don't know, it's that environment and the, um, The community, I guess, that just like sets you up for that. Yeah, to have some lightness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. And you challenge yourself more when you're being light. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's that it's that thing of I'm gonna go in with the mindset that I'm gonna have the worst class or the worst practice ever, and you leave there with it like being your best because you um the first time that you surpassed your low expectation, there's like no turning back, right? Yeah. But brand new has like different iterations of it. For example, um, I took uh, Lena's beginners class, I don't know, a week ago. And um, it's it's like a different, um, it's just different every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so here's here's just a peek into my super <laughs> exciting life, right? I live, I like to have fun, but I also like to have some uh, controls about some things. And I like to have my house all clean on Saturday mornings and all of those things done. So then I don't have to think about it. Yeah. And it looks, it looks very tidied up in there right now. I love that wall of pictures, man. It's cool. Oh, thanks. Yeah. This is, uh, this is my, um, there's just a ton of pictures there. A lot of my studio experiences, a lot of my pet experiences, friendship experiences um and you know a lot of those things go back like 30 years yeah that's such a neat thing i mean pictures are really important thing you know yeah 
Here, I'll show you the couple that I have behind us here. This is Katie and I's. Look at that one way over there. Jeez. Look at your hair. I know, man. Crazy. Can't even believe it. That was like, Yeah. uh, I don't know, we were engaged like 10 years ago. That's crazy how fast it goes. It seems like just yesterday that um, I was holding Owen in my hands Yeah. like he was a little airplane, right? I remember that picture. And that I have it and that um, when he uh, had hurt his hip, Yeah. right? And Like I was when he doing, broke when he broke his leg, is that what you're talking about? yeah, Yeah. um, and uh, I was doing a workshop and he was like just kind of challenged challenged with like getting back to standing and walking and I was doing a, a workshop for our Be Bold program and uh, you and Katie were on and happened to be on from home and he saw me and just like stood up That's right. and was doing whatever else. You remember a lot Yeah. from the past. Or Um, does it kind I do. of, yeah. I do. Um, I remember a lot. I wonder if that's why sometimes my mind is so busy now. Because I don't you, know. because you have a lot in there. <laughs> Maybe, Is that what? maybe I, maybe I'm time for, it's time for a hardware update. I don't, I don't know. Uh, people have an expectation of meditation, um, clearing their mind, right? Like you're, you're empty headed. And um, that's not my experience, right? My experience in meditation is to redirect your mind to like focusing on something like, I don't know, um, your feet or your breath or something like that, that then uh, allows you to stop thinking about all of those other things. I even said it in my class today, we were, um, in uh, opening posture and it was an opportunity to check in like with your body right check in with your breath check in with the sensations that you're feeling and um you know be open to that and check out from uh what am i doing at three o'clock today because Yeah. <laughs> it's it you can slip into that super quick i know i do right okay i'm in I've done the, I've done the work. I'm, I'm in uh half pigeon and okay. So when I leave here, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to do all these things. And it's like, you're missing out on like what you're there for. Yeah. Yoga definitely like gave me tools to um, corral <laughs> for Mm. lack of a better term, all of the, um, all of the stuff. Right. Cause, uh, your minds can get going on over speed sometimes. Does that happen to you? Constantly, dude. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Right. And, Nuts. um, I think yoga just what, what I happened upon it. Right. And I happened upon it and I, uh, started it, which is great. Um, and I continued it and wanted to learn more about it, but initially it was for, Um, the physicality of it, right? And um, I think the physicality of it's great. You leave uh, yoga practice, whether or not you're at a studio or doing it on your own or whatever, you feel um, physically cleansed, right? Uh, maybe uh, physically worked out. But um, for me, I think the shift was um, that it is about the, well, let me, let me back up. I was so focused on like the physical 
practice, right? The physical part of it that I was missing the other opportunities for um, what it had to offer. And when I figured that out, right? Meditation, um, being present in situations, uh, I think it then shifted to the opposite spectrum to where it was like an opportunity to be present and the physicality of it was like secondary. Um, now it just kind of flips around, right? Sometimes it's the physical, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's a hybrid of, of both. Um, but what I do know is um, it was an opportunity for me to um, just, I don't know if it's be with my thoughts or not thinking about things or not allowing my mind to like start it's like a snowball right if you're thinking about something it starts out this big and before you know it it's like an avalanche and none of it has really happened right and um for me being somebody that um is sober right it's this is like the best tool for me to manage sobriety right everybody has their own thing and everybody's thing that works for them is fantastic this just happens to be like what works for me right it there's physicality there is presence there is um the ability to learn that just because you have a thought it doesn't make it real and just because you have a thought doesn't mean that you need to act on it and it um just allows me to just kind of be be i guess is lack lack of a better term i can be with whatever i mean don't get me wrong there are some situations that make me want to skyrocket <laughs> right and sometimes i do and then maybe i learn from it yeah You'd probably say, though, that that happens for you a lot less now, though, right? Um, like, sure. The skyrocket, like the blow-up moments, does, do you think that that happens less now than it used to for you? Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I would say that they happen less, but I would also say that I also get um, a certain satisfaction from them happening, even though I'm acting on something that I shouldn't act on. For example, um, if I'm trying to do something in a public place, like maybe a store, right? And I need to get somewhere and there's somebody else that's in the store, obviously that's what they're for, but they're so wrapped up in themselves that they don't understand that there's other people around. You know, the situation was somebody was on their phone, standing in an aisle, talking to somebody incessantly about everything that was in the aisle and I needed to get through and they kept on kind of scooting over, but that's actually where I needed to be. And so then they looked at me like I had a huge problem and they said, well, you can get by. And I said, well, actually, I, I need to be right where you're at. But of course, you wouldn't know that because you're not present to anything going around around you because you're on the phone. And it's just like, maybe I said it a little snotty. I don't know, but it felt good. Right. Um, and maybe it's just my personality to just be like mindful of other people. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's the thing that like I think is really interesting about social media. Right. Social media, you're just taking in information, you know, like that's all you're doing. Mm -hmm. You're just filling yourself up with different pieces of information. But then I think what happens is it gets to the point where like your brain overloads. 
you know, and you've got so much in stuff coming in and you're not like actually taking the time to sit down and breathe and like let some of that stuff go out and like get connected mm -hmm. to what's happening around you. And then I think people just kind of like evaporate, like their soul, their spirit just dies away. And because mm -hmm. life's not happening in a phone. For me, it's an opportunity to check out. Yeah. Right. But right. if I've checked out for three and a half hours, yeah. <laughs> right, then maybe I need to check back in. Yeah, you might need to check back in. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be curious to see what the um, what the science behind how we get sucked into certain things, right, that are on our phone or whatever, right, right? that just tend to create this secondary occupation. That's exactly what it is. I had the funky haircut. All of a sudden, it looked like I was like thinning in the middle of my head up here. Yeah. And so Katie was like always talking about it and everybody's talking about it. I'm like, well, let's see if we can find some natural product that's good that I can put on my hair head that would help me like thicken my hair. I mean, it seems like a natural thing. Like your grass goes dead, you put seed on it, it grow grows back, right? Right. <laughs> so I'm looking on the internet for different things and most of the stuff has like lots of testosterone. It's not all that great for you, right? Whatever. So I stopped looking, but then I notice I get on Facebook or Instagram and I'm scrolling and all of a sudden I have these advertisements come up for Hims, which is an erectile dysfunction company, you know? Okay. But it's also, they also have hair loss products. So okay. constantly seeing these advertisements, there's these like girls and they're like stretching and they've got this big smile on their face and they're right in front of their bed. And then it says, it says her when she found oh out that you God. ordered hymns. <laughs> oh my God. Hmm? It's all advertising. Well, and you know, the funny thing about that is um, I don't have a hymns story to relate. <laughs> I just had a conversation with a coworker of mine and um you know, sometimes during the day you're in a meeting and, and we're talking about work stuff or whatever. And then we just like take a minute to check in, right? Not everything's always just like, okay, bye, right? It's like you create relationships with people, you create connection with people. And this is a, you know, longtime uh, colleague, great, great guy. Um, we've known each other for quite a while. And so we're just kind of checking in on what's going on. And I'm literally like on the phone talking about what's going on. And he's got a um, situation with his air conditioning unit at home. And so um, he had an issue, brand new house was going to have the warranty people come out and look at it and whatnot. And so we're literally just talking about that for like five minutes. And before I know it, what comes up on my phone? I'm scrolling through something and it's a HVAC ad for a switch, what's that called? Like a damper switch not working. And I'm just like, when would this ever come up in any advertisement that I would like look at? It's interesting, right? They're listening in. That's creepy, actually. I mean, more power to you because uh, like my situation is uh, boring in the like negative numbers, <laughs> right? <laughs> Do you watch movies on Netflix ever? I do. Yeah. I wish I could remember the name of this movie, but you may recall what it is if I tell you about it. I think it's called like Red Room or something like that. It's a totally creepy premise, but basically this guy is getting into through people's video cameras, through their phones, any piece of device. He's got this 
organization that is listening to every single person. And then from listening to every single person, they're taking notes on these things that they've done where they've made mistakes, where they've sinned, you know? Like this person cheated, this person stole money, this person killed someone, whatever. And then they get a hold of these people, they blackmail them into killing themselves. I mean, creepy movie, crazy premise, right? What happens is these people feel so ashamed of these things that they've done that they don't want to admit it. They'd rather kill themselves than have somebody find out that they did these things. It's interesting because, um, you know, it kind of made me think of my own story, right? And I, I think this came out in my 200-hour program that I went through at Spotted Dog Yoga years ago. Being an alcoholic, right? That's shame, right? I, I definitely lived a different life than I live now. And there was this shame or hesitation or reservation or whatever to talk about it, right? And it's like when you hold all those things in, like you become a prisoner of your own thoughts. Right. And so it's like, I totally get with what the story that you related was, right? Like people, they don't want to be a prisoner to their thoughts or a prisoner to their shame. And they look at the only option is X, right? And that's not true, right? I had to, in the 200 hour training, it's like people that I was close to knew that I was sober, right? People that I wanted to know knew that I was sober and it um, just came out of my mouth standing up in front of, I don't know how many people were in our group, like 16, unexpected, right? unplanned, unscripted. And I got to tell you that when I was done speaking, I felt like I had been pulled out of living underwater. This is part of who I am and you can either accept it or not. That's up to you. That's not for me to go manage. You know, the other thing is this is me. I'm for anybody, but I'm not for everybody. And I totally understand that. Like if we don't work out, we don't work out, but I can at least say I was transparent. Like, so that just got me thinking about like that being so heavy with looking at uh like ending it as the option and that's stuff i don't i don't necessarily think about all the time anymore right i used to like obsess over it oh i just like i don't care yeah you have a whole new way of being sure and you and you see life in a more realistic way the more we're connected to our like body to our source the more Mm -hmm. um real we become we stop living in these stories we live in these weird stories because they're and they're just not real but the more we get connected to our body the more i feel like you have experiences where you can just live differently sure i mean it's there's something about living integrate right like you have your own personal integrity and once you learn what that personal integrity is um you know what you can be lenient with and you know what you can't right And it's like, for me, I know that I can be lenient with friendships, but I know I can't be lenient with alcohol or I don't put myself in situations that I view 
for me personally as not a good environment. That has zero judgment on anybody else. Right. But it's just how I have to live my life. You know, you see friends come and go and it's like, you know, when I came um, specifically sober, I mean, I have a handful of friends that I connect with, but I mean, this is a different life. Way to go, man. Yeah. Wow. That conversation took a different turn. <laughs> yeah. I just love the fact that you have done what you've done for yourself. It yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that. Excites me and it inspires me to be a better person and to just step in front of those things that hold me back. Yeah. And it takes a lot of um, like courage. I guess you just have to be tired. It, it, it's not related to um, anything anything particular right i was having a conversation with a friend several months ago and it was relationship oriented right and it was a lot of speculation and complaining and things like that and i was just like look i want to listen to you and i want to be your friend but like when you're tired enough of it you will do something right i was tired of my situation and i did something and that could be it, it applies to everything right if you're tired of walking to work when you're tired enough of it you will manifest another opportunity for that right when you're tired of your living situation you will manifest something to take you out of that right and I, I i know i'm oversimplifying it but like for me when i was tired of drinking and feeling like shit like if a plane crashes right there's like this huge crash site right that was my life like always trying to be out of the crash site and it's like when that just got tiring when I was tired of it, I like made a change. The habits give you up. Sure. And that could be um, potato chips. It could be whatever. I mean, look, I'm no stranger to potato chips. Um, the pandemic rekindled a lot of relationship with all that stuff. Totally. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's like when you're tired of it, you're tired of it. And it's like, the thing is, if you're enjoying it, enjoy it. And if you're not, then do something about it. I mean, I, I rode the, I rode the potato chip wave for as long as I, <laughs> as long as I could. Now I'm like, man, I'm bored. Now everybody just has a, a choice. Uh, a choice is available for everything. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. If you make the wrong choice, then you just like, don't beat yourself up for it, I guess. Um, move on, you know, learn, move on to the next choice. Right. And for me, I have choices that are just not negotiable. Right. So the, the choice doesn't even uh, like manifest because I know how to um, control that. Yeah, I, I don't even think about it. Yeah, it's a new. You're it's like new you live person, your man. Yeah, you live a certain life, right? It's like being a yeah. vegan or whatever. It's like no, I don't want that steak because that yeah. isn't that doesn't fit into my lifestyle. Yeah, but it's so hard for people to get to a place where they just want to stay committed on to something. Like we Dude, I'm about. I'm in that place a lot. Yeah. Right? It's like the same thing with um I was just talking about with like food, right? It's like, yeah, I want certain things, but I know that those don't necessarily work and um I could do it and feel bad or I could not do it and feel better and forget that I had this internal battle with myself on making a decision. How would you explain your experience at Spotted Dog Yoga and what it's done for you in your life? Um, you know, it's funny because I, like, I subconsciously, I guess, talk about um, stuff a lot, right? People are able to make their own choices 
um, based upon information that's provided to them, right? So if I were being asked, like, gosh, what's spotted dog yoga? You know, what's your experience been? Like you just asked me, my experience has been that it is a um, great place for um, people to learn yoga, right? There's several different class curriculums that are available, um, but more than yoga, it's really the Baptiste methodology that I like to speak to because it's uh, the physical practice, it's the meditation, and it's the inquiry uh, and the tools on like, why do things uh, consistently get in my way? Or why do I create things to consistently get in my way and how to like overlook those? Right? Because we sometimes tend to get in our own way. You and I were previously talking about like leadership. Yeah. Right. Like what does leadership mean? And I am very fortunate to um, have a career outside of, you know, spotted dog yoga, which is my lifestyle um, that uh, I, I just have some great leaders. Right. And what uh, we were having a conversation on, like what makes a great leader. And it's um, really, you know, I learned how to um like i learned what the expectation is and um if i had a differ differing opinion right it create created like this little internal battle or maybe a battle of people um that i just like i once i let go of that um and understand what the expectation is and what my role is um I mean, I couldn't ask for a better group of people to work with, right? And it's like, it's not the, like, you shouldn't have to, to fight anything. Now, that's not saying that we don't have bad days, right? Sometimes there's something that's, that, you know, is just how it is. Um, but I've just got some great leaders, right? And I think of that same thing about, you know, you, you and Katie, right. With the studio, um, it, the studio comes from great leadership from the top down, right. Like, and for me, it's, there's expectations, right. Um, but then you have liberties within those expectations to, um, just be your own person. Right. And that's from staff to, uh, people that practice at the studio. Right. It's like, yeah. what? Dude, awesome. Well, I'm glad that I called you on this Saturday afternoon. Yeah, and I don't even remember what you called me about. I just wanted to check in with you. Thanks for being on Play Hard and Love Big Radio, dude. And yeah, share, thanks for having me. Impromptu, heart, right? Man. That's the best way. To, I, you know me. That's the best way to get to me, right? If you ask me to do something in advance, I'm going to overplan it, right? And the best right. thing to do is just like hit me up ad hoc and I'm like, sure. Yeah. I know it's actually the best way for me to do things now too. It's crazy. <laughs> Didn't used to be yeah. like that, but yeah. Um, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. We've got awaken yoga training coming up pretty soon here. It starts uh, 13th of July. And um, if it, you're interested in doing that program, like Jim has um, shared from his experience of the program, uh, you should definitely take a deeper look. So spotted.yoga.com head to the training section and check out awaken that starts in July. Y'all have an awesome rest of your day. Thanks yeah. for joining us. See you, Jim. Talk to you soon. Love you, buddy.
See you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Been following signs on the road. Pretending to know where to go. Now we're bending and breaking the mold. Searching for hope.